The Squiz is a free weekday email and podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Good morning, I'm Claire Kimball. And I'm Kate Watson. It's Thursday the 14th of June. Malcolm Turnbull is set to apologise to victims of institutionalised child abuse. How the world's media has reacted to the Trump-Kim Jong-un meeting. The Solomon Islands to get a high-speed cable network. Why this has as much to do with our relationship with China as it does fast internet and Volkswagen find $1.55 billion. Uh, after a five-year-long Royal Commission and six months um, of consideration by the federal government, survivors of institutional child abuse were told yesterday that the PM would deliver a formal apology. That's right. That's going to happen on the 22nd of October and there's a whole consultation process around that. Uh, but what happened yesterday as well is that Malcolm Turnbull made an announcement that the federal government was responding to 122 of the recommendations that squarely involve the federal government. And it's uh, agreed with 104 of those recommendations. Of the 18 that are left, uh, they've got some cross issues with the states and territories and local government that's going to take uh, a little bit of um, consultation and, and more discussion and the one to watch there is particularly what happens with the recommendation from the Commission that there's mandatory reporting of any concerns that a child's at risk and, and that has some implications for priests who take confession. Mm, and as far as compensation, survivors will have access to up to 150000 each, am I right? Yeah, so to be clear, uh, Malcolm Turnbull was was very um, clear yesterday to point out that it's not compensation, it's actually a redress scheme, but it does mm. acknowledge the hurt and the harm. Uh, $150,000 is the maximum that anyone can claim. Uh, and with Western Australia uh, making a commitment yesterday to participate in that scheme, that means that about 93% of survivors of institutional child abuse are going to be covered by that scheme. So that's a good step forward yesterday too. Yeah, and of course, yesterday you said you were you were keen to see how the North Korean media reacted to Kim Jong-un and Trump's agreement. What about here in Australia as well? Yeah, the North Korean media uh, called it the meeting of the century. It was very breathless in there, uh, what oh. their leader had achieved. Uh, the Australian media was pretty much in line, I think, with um, with what was happening in the rest of the Western media, which was to really have a look at, um, at what had gone down. And the general encapsulation of that was that it was an unprecedented summit, but there were no guarantees. And it's interesting to see overnight that the Secretary of State, Mike Pompeo, has um, said that there's going to be some major disarmament by the end of 2020. That's what they're looking for and that's what um, Kim Jong-un has apparently uh, committed to do. Now, this is an interesting one. Our PM has hosted uh, the Solomon Islands Prime Minister and announced a jointly funded domestic telecommunication cable network. And the, the interesting part is that this outdoes a deal they had with Chinese company Huawei. Yeah, and interesting too that uh, the promise is that the Solomon Islands are going to get high-speed internet when I'm sure there's plenty of um, people around Australia who would like access to that too, which of course is taking up a lot of um, <laughs> yeah, a lot of our, our telco um, sector's time at the moment. But yeah, it's uh, it's an interesting one. Apparently uh, a little while back the Solomon Islands did a deal with Huawei and 
they um, then were pushed back when Australia made an overture to fund uh, two-thirds of that project and to also have it um, come through Sydney. So, yeah, it's, um, it's again, another one of those issues on the, the China um, spreading their sphere of influence and how countries like ours are reacting to that. Mm. And just one more thing to watch out of Canberra today is that Senator Brian Burston, a One Nation senator, is set to quit the party today. And I was interested to read uh, in Squiz Sayings today that a new European record has been set for the most expensive handbag sold at auction. How much? Uh, Australian, $250,000. Bargain. Not for the faint-hearted. It's a Hermes um, Birkin bag and it's got a white gold and diamond encrusted lock, but it's only 10 years old, so maybe it's a bit of a bargain. Maybe, maybe, maybe I'm right. <laughs> but speaking of expensive, Volkswagen has been fined $1.55 billion. That's huge. What did they do? Nice segue, Kate. Um, yes, it's... Yeah. Um, been goes... practising for the last five minutes. <laughs> it goes <laughs> to um, this issue around the emissions tests and confessions that they made uh, about three years ago that they had actually dodged up uh, diesel engines of their vehicles to beat um, some of those emissions test and actually make a claim that their their engines were quite efficient. So, yeah, it's uh, one of the biggest fines that have ever been um, handed down in Germany. And um, the company is not quite in the clear yet. There's several senior executives and um, and also um, company proceedings against it um, in Europe and the United States. Uh, also in Europe, the Soccer World Cup kicks off in Russia late this evening, Aussie time. We play our first match on Saturday night against France, and I feel like this might be a message to Aussie soccer fans. A new study tells us we need to get just the right amount of sleep to avoid heart disease and diabetes. What is the right amount? Uh, you don't want more than 10 hours sleep and you don't want any less than six hours. And this uh, new study says that uh, metabolic um, syndrome is, is something that can kick in there and that's something you really don't want because it's linked to heart disease and also diabetes and other nasty things. All right. So about eight hours. About eight hours is good. Anywhere between six and 10 sounds pretty good. Which brings me to the subject line. Is it something to send us to sleep? Maybe Enya or? Well, when I say the line sleeps tonight, what do you think of? Oh, okay. Oh, God. I'm not going to sing it. <laughs> I don't even know how you would write that in the subject line. <laughs> you don't want to do that to, to listeners today, which is fair enough. We'll spare you that. Yes, a whim away. Okay. Oh, yeah. Okay. Line sleeps. Uh, needs some sleep. Everyone needs some sleep. It's... Oh, yeah. Tell me about it. Yeah. Uh, open the email every day this week. You'll go in the draw to win a $100 gift card from Prezi. Uh, Claire, our June promotion's still going. How um, are people performing? Look, pretty well. And I think there's still some room uh, to claim those prizes. So get on there to is. it. Yes. Yeah. Share it with everyone you know. The Squiz is a free weekday email and podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Sign up at thesquiz.com.au. 
This week, our podcast is brought to you by Aware Super. Superannuation can sometimes feel like just another overwhelming life admin chore. But as a member of Aware Super, you'll have access to lots of free online tools to help you, like their My Retirement Planner, which allows you to see how much you might need for retirement and comes with an easy to understand plan of how to get there. Read the PDFs and TMD at aware.com.au.